Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. But you, but you drain me, keep me waiting. I don't switch up for nobody, but you change me, see you all right, everyone, welcome back to another episode of It's a Bit Radio presented by 10,000 Takes and The Fan. I'm your host, Boss Man. I'm joined by just JJ. We have Wags coming in for go for pregame. That's going to be in the middle of the show. But for those of you who don't know who we are, we're 10,000 Takes, a digital entertainment network in the Twin Cities that focuses around sports, outdoors, events, comedy, the whole the whole shebang. 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 Nine yards. Nine yards. That That's, one, we talked about that. That one's not as cool. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's just not a cool bit. You got to go with the fourth down and nine. Fourth down and nine. If you, fourth, don't, if you don't know what that is, just Google fourth down and you gotta, nine. The, you don't catch a football at the shoulders. You catch the ball with your hands because they're meant to caress, caress the ball. The ball. They're That's soft kinda, and tender, and they're I, meant to caress the ball. That's all we can say. There is a nope. Brian Hinching. Brian Hinching, I think he was he was suspended from ESPN in 2006 for something he said on on TV. If you haven't seen that, just look at Brian Hinching college football or yep. fourth down and nine. You'll you'll see what we're talking about. Yep. Hilarious. Yep. Exactly. But we have a fun show plan. We're going to give you guys our bits of the week. We're going to do the Gopher pregame that will air at noon on the main KFN station. And then we're going to finish off the show with On This Day in History, which today is November 20th. 20th. <clears throat> the Gophers against Indiana. Indiana! The Hoosers. <laughs> We can't carry that bit on past Iowa, though. No, well, Iowa is classic, but maybe Wisconsin. Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, anyways, so bit of the week. Uh, this is kind of our signature joke or funny situation in life. Uh, JJ, I'll let you go first. What's your bit this week? So my bit this week is the patio cooler bit. In, in the Midwest, it's the time of year where you have essentially extra fridge space because you can just put your water, preferably beer, just on your patio or right outside, and it stays cold. And you, you don't really have to worry about filling up your your current fridge space, your mini your mini fridge, whatever you have inside. You can just throw it outside. You don't have to worry about unpacking it, putting it into the fridge because we get lazy. You know, it's first world American problems. We don't want to even open up a box and put our water bottles or beer into a fridge. You just throw it outside on the deck, and you got yourself a cool beverage. All, all winter long, and it kind of makes winter a little bit more happier, a little more you know enjoyable here in Minnesota. And I got to give a shout out to uh, you know everybody knows him up here in the Midwest. You betcha, the you betcha guy. Oh yeah, Miles. He, yeah, Miles. He did a whole bit on this, a whole video. He's like, here, I want to give you a Midwest tip. You just throw your beer out in the cooler, patio fridge, or uh, you put your you put your beer out in the snow the banks patio. too. Snow banks. Yeah, you, you just get the bury, extra, yeah. bury them in there, buried in the snow, and you got yourself a you know a free natural cooler. So it's it's something that a lot of people don't realize they do, but it's the patio cooler bit. It's it's one of the perks of living in the Midwest and being able to naturally cool your beverages and not have to worry about. You know, you have unlimited space. It's kind of funny because people who live in really warm areas, you could just tell them, uh, you know, they're probably just trashing the fact that we live in a frozen tundra. But if you explain to them, hey, you can also use the entire outside area as your freaking fridge, you know, I guess it's one positive. Yeah, there's the, yeah, you, I don't know. 
Because, I mean, what do we all have in common with people in California, Arizona? We probably love to drink. Yeah. We love cool beverages. I'm assuming they don't want some r- lukewarm, no. crap, warm beer. It's like, what are they? I feel like I'm average pitching like a commercial to come to Minnesota. Right. Y- you you don't want a cool beverage or you don't want a warm beverage. So in Minnesota, it's like, we can just do that. But you only have so much fridge. You only, only have so much fridge space. Exactly. And they're, and they're utilizing more resources to keep everything right. cold down. Cause there. that takes electricity. Yes. And keeping things cold. And especially in that kind of a heated environment, it's just sucking away your money yeah. in Minnesota. We don't have to use as much fridge space. <laughs> so we're saving. Money. Yeah. We actually unplug them in the, in the entire yeah. uh, time. <laughs> yeah. I know so if you, if, the fridge. If, if you could probably joke with people in Arizona and California, they believe you where it's like, you could legitimately say we unplug our fr- fridges and freezers. Yeah, you'll just find a bunch of, uh, you know, cold cuts and meats out spread out in front of people's front yards in yeah. Minnesota. Yeah, you make an <laughs> icebox with the snow. Yeah, no, you literally will go in people's neighborhoods and you'll just see a bunch of meat and steaks sitting outside. So what are we having tonight? Oh, I'll just look out in the front yard yeah. quick. Yeah, the front yard, we snack. got a couple no-name steaks and burgers. Yeah, but uh, if, if you open up the third compartment of the igloo that we built uh, with the kids on Christmas, yeah. you'll find some popsicles in there if, yeah. if you're looking for that. Yeah, because we live in igloos up here in this ice bath <clears throat> of good old Minnesota. Mm, but it's the good old patio cooler bit that I don't think a lot of people realize. It's an, if, if, if you're pissed off about the cold, and you know, especially today or whatever, and you're listening to this, just think of this as a perk to you know, put a little smile to your face of right. a reason to why you should be living in Minnesota. You have this extra space that you can utilize in the patio cooler fridge bit yeah you're listening to Ten Thousand takes uh our show it's a bit radio we're doing our bits of the week the bit that i have this week is the happy hour bit so this is uh you know jj zane and i we all still work full-time jobs and it's fun when our jobs you know have happy hours scheduled it's good to see people you don't get to see in person the people you talk to every day the people you don't get to see in person uh thanks to the covid the covered. Um, the covered. But uh, when you do these happy hours, they're scheduled for like two hours. You know, everyone's like, oh, we're going to have a, they always say a drink. Let's go grab a drink. A drink. And then, you know, you think, all right, well, I'm going to have a drink, leave in an hour, say my, you know, highs to everyone, eat a quick app and then dip. Next thing you know, you've been there for two hours. You're trashed. You're eating pizza when you get home. And, uh, and you're you're just kind of drunk on a weekday. Uh, and, on a weekday. But, but you never look back and be like, I wish I wouldn't have gone to that. It's. I think it's just I I think happy hours were less reckless before COVID because mm-hmm. you're like oh I'm gonna see I saw you all day and then I'm gonna see you in six hours again, mm-hmm. but now with like COVID you only talk to these people over the phone or over video chat so when you get in person it's kind of like a reunion and you know stuff happens when you haven't seen people in a while. Well, yeah, the effect is even greater. I was going to say, even before COVID, like, yeah, the, the effect of, like, going out and wanting to drink a lot at a happy hour wasn't as strong, but it still kind of was where, you know, you were with these people all day, but then you kind of let loose with all of them after being in a work environment all day, you know, even even though you were with them, you still kind of let loose a little bit. But even now, post, you know, in COVID, and you haven't seen these people in forever, like, you go out to a happy hour, you're just, you're done. Like, I remember... When we announced this very show, when we were when we were filming, oh, yeah, the, the K Fan Partnership, the, the, the K Fan Partnership show, I actually had a happy hour that night, and it was so hard for me to like leave, and I was like, I was like, okay, I gotta go, but then the tab was taking a while, and then we someone else ordered a, ordered me a drink, and then you're just sitting there and you're, you just keep drinking. It's like because I haven't seen these people in forever, you know. You just get sucked into it's like the Minnesota, you know, goodbye, right? Where you can't leave. That's kind of a plays a factor. Oh, I in remember happy we, were, hours. we were so pissed because we were waiting for you. We were in the Maynard's parking lot. I think we spent 40 minutes in the parking lot. Dude, I was part of it was waiting. I think half of that was waiting for my tab. The other half of it was it half of it was I just was like, you know, talking, 
you know, talking about whatever, you know, probably talking about 10,000 takes. Talking about business. Talking about business. Guys doing business. We're guys talking about investments. It's a happy hour. Statistics. But no, it was a beautiful day at at Maynard's in Minnetonka, you know, having some beers and seeing people I haven't seen face to face in a while, especially with the COVID, but you're letting loose. And no, but we had, I had business to take care of with doing the KFAN partnership video and I was sitting there deedling around, but you know, but Again, part of it was the tab process, not a not a diss to the service at at Maynard's. I was trying yeah, to this, leave quickly. Th- this isn't a Maynard slandering no, show. No, no, because we love we love Maynard's. It's a it's a guys doing business eatery. Right. It's a it's a friendly guys doing business or gals bi- doing business place to to meet. You know, right. and talk about investments or stock prices or Exxon Mobil. Ex- Exxon Mobil's dividend options. Dividend, <laughs> dividend, 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 dividend options. But well, dude, but they can come. They can, uh, going back to a story like this can be dangerous with uh, happy hours because I think this was back like in December of 2019. Oh, and, when you woke up in the women's bathroom? No, no, that was just a flat out holiday party. Oh, which is also that goes maybe holiday parties are coming on. It's a bit, yeah, the yeah, bit that, of the week because those are equally as reckless, and they're coming back too within the corporate world. But no, this was just like a general like happy hour. We went bowling afterwards, and I had actually like a beer league hockey game that night. <laughs> at like nine fifteen, I'm like, oh, it's five o'clock. I'll make it there in time. Whatever. It's like eight thirty. I allegedly drank with the table like three or four pitchers full of beer, Jesus. and I'm like, oh, I'm fine. I'm fine. And this is all alleged. Okay. I yeah. Got, oh yeah. And the thing is, I honestly felt okay, but I definitely was a little buzzing. And fortunately, I was only five minutes away from where I was playing hockey, and I got on the ice, and I felt like I was just completely. Uh, I got there kind of late. I showed up like they were waiting. Were for you? Me. Were you in net? I was in net. Yes, I was goalie. So they were waiting for me, and I showed up there, and I I felt like I was uh, I was kind of like disabled in some way. Yeah, I, I couldn't feel like Go- goalie is hard enough. You're covering all these pads. You have very limited visibility, and then I would imagine you add drinking on there. And so it's just an impossible task. I was allegedly drunk. Allegedly, well, allegedly buzzed. Well, allegedly you weren't even there in the first. Allegedly, place. I wasn't even there. But all I'll say is allegedly afterwards, another guy was. Asking, oh, why were you late? Oh, I was coming back from a, a happy hour. Probably had a, a few beers. He's like, oh, geez, that's where the smell came from when I was around you. Oh. I'm like, oh, okay, great. Couple, so good cocktails. Good, we just say a couple cockies. Yeah, for well, the boys. we had a drink. Yeah, we had. A, I just had a couple. It's like the Ray from Trailer Park Boys. Dad, are you drunk? I had a couple of drinks. Ray, did you see something? I don't know, boys. Had a couple of drinks. Yeah. Have another drink, Ray. I saw a couple of things. We are all Ray at some point yeah. in our lives, and with those happy hour bits, that just and it happened to you, uh, you know, Wednesday, Wednesday night or whatever. Yeah, yeah, w- yeah. Wednesday night when we actually recorded the show, when we recorded uh, the it. The, uh, the pregame show, it was like, uh, yeah, I, I, I didn't, I didn't expect it to go two and a half hours, but you see these people you haven't seen in a while, and then uh, the drinks just start flowing. It's just easy. Yeah, I, I kind of I didn't know. I thought it was like a virtual thing, and then Wags was upstairs. I'm like, oh no, he's at a he's at a happy hour. Oh no, yeah, he's not gonna be back for a little bit. Yeah, yeah. It's you, just it's you, just you, you get just the bit. Be prepared. Uh, I have an honorable mention bit. Uh oh. Uh oh. Honorable mention bit. Honorable, mention, honorable bit. mention. World record bit. Yes. This is this is kind of an ad, but it's also like a legitimate opinion. So we did the math. We have the ability. I remember with the Saints game, we're like, there were no, there's no way we're shattering the World Cup snake record because it's like 575 feet. That was back when we were doing this bit with a AAA baseball team. Now that we're doing a cup snake with the Wild, and by the way, we did this whole rant on the It's a Bit podcast. The whole entire first intro was static, so I had to like re-record it. This is what you missed. We talked about how we think we we can shatter the record, Jake. We think we can shatter the record. No, we know we can shatter the record. Yeah. I think we were literally calculating like three cups are approximately like a foot. We're like, okay, well, how many people are going to be there? 
Like, Over 300 just with us. Just with us on top of the people that are going to see it and feel serious case of FOMO yeah. and want to get involved with it. And you're going to think that could be roughly around, we could estimate around 400 or 400 people drinking an average of three cups because we're all, we it's can 1,200 say, cups. Yeah, 1,200 so, cups. So if, so that's 1,200 cups. If three cups is a foot, so then divide that by three, that's, that's 400, 400 feet. feet. And we, that's a, mar there's room for error there. Oh my I, God. I think, and so what's the record? 575. 574.5 is the Australian, 175 meters, which is 574.5 feet. Okay. So I think, I think we can beat that. I, I think we're going to get a lot of people, a lot of stragglers to kind of roll in and donate their cups. I think there's going to be a lot of people like at the Saints game, there's, a, there's almost a huge grassroots initiative to get cups over to our section. Right. I think that's what's going to happen. What, once the, once the snake goes up, people who have had just a stack of two or three, three it's actually worth it for you to run all the way up there and bring us to them because like we said if three if three cups is a foot and we're trying to get 574 feet every foot counts and uh the goal is a world record which would be insane i mean if the wild can't win the cup this year at least we'll win the cup snake record which still has the word cup in it so yeah, so we I, won some sort of cup so i'd count it yeah we, we won the cup i mean we got to do something before you you win you win everything right like I w I, w I was making the joke uh, you know shout out Ben Johnson Gophers for winning the Ash first annual Asheville championship oh yeah you gotta you gotta win something I don't want a national championship right now I want to I want to I want a 2021 first annual Asheville championship a four team tournament the Timberwolves but won too the Timberwolves actually won they beat the well, Kings the well, Kings are pretty bad you, you, whatever we got to take what we can get but just like mm. just like a comparison. Mm. Anyway, go Gophers, uh, go Ben Johnson. But that's uh, gotta gotta slip that in there. But uh, anyway, I'm just saying that uh, my point is is you gotta take little, you gotta you gotta do a little bit at a time. Even though this is not necessarily a performance of what we're seeing on well, the ice. Jake, even if, even if you brought a hundred alcoholics in there, uh, to quote the late and great Kurt Russell, who quoted mm -hmm. uh, Herb Brooks, yeah. you can't win off talent alone. Mm -hmm. It's a team effort. We need everyone who's in the X uh, on Thursday, November 30th to participate. So. If you still want to come to our Wild Cup, Cup Snake Night, 10,000 Takes Night, it's November 30th. That's a Tuesday evening against the Arizona Coyotes. All you have to do is go to our social channels uh, on Twitter. It's our pinned tweet on every other channel. It's in our bio. Buy the tickets. They're 55 bucks now. So we sold... We Dude, we sold out of all of the smaller sections in the upper deck. We're taking over the upper deck. So it's not too late. You can just buy the $55 tickets uh, on the FIVO website, which is linked everywhere on our socials. And uh, you can be part of it. The $55 now you're spending includes side seats, so you get to see both attacks from an equal vantage point where we're only going to see the wild attack twice rather than all third period. You get the soda stick T-shirt that says Assemble the Snake. You get the on-ice photo before the game. And we're going to have a private 10K party at the Tap House on the X before the game. All of that included in your ticket. $5 back to the Wild Foundation. So we go back to the whole drinking for charity bit like we did with the 10K Invitational and the Soda Stream. Life's good. Yeah, take off that half day of work and the next day. Or quit your job if you can't make yeah, it. Yeah, if you can't but, do it, you're doing it for charity. Yeah. So. so, folks, we hope you can make it out to the 10,000 Takes Wild Cup Snake Night. We are going to break a world record. Probably going to make ESPN again. Going to blow the top off the hockey community. We're going to take a really quick break. Stick around afterwards. We're going to go into go for pregame since it is Saturday and the game is starting here in a half hour. You're listening to It's a Bit Radio presented by 10,000 Takes on the Fan. Hey, everyone. 
welcome to another edition of It's a Bit Radio presented by 10,000 Takes on KFAN. Special edition, go for pregame. Uh, if you guys want to know who we are, we're 10,000 Takes, a digital entertainment network based out of Minnesota around comedy and Minnesota sports outdoors events. And we're here to bring you the uh, the go for pregame versus Indiana that's happening here in a few hours. We're going to give you guys a few different segments. We have It's a Bet where everyone creates a a few crazy prop uh, Big Ten football bets and, and odds and ask the others that they'd bet on it. And then we're going to take a break. And after that, we're going to do Name That Character, where we're going to compare a list of gopher characters or of gopher football players to characters on fictional TV and movie shows and whatnot. But uh, first off, we're going to do the It's a Bet. So we're all going to come up with some crazy bets and odds, and we'll uh, list off whether we bet on it or not. So uh, the first one that I have is Indiana's head coach, Tom Allen, is accidentally mistaken for famous actor Tim Allen. The odds are plus 300 because uh, it's only one letter off, and Christmas slash fat season slash uh, Santa Claus movies are upon us. So you guys going to take that, plus 300? You know, I think I actually might take that. You know, it's just like you said, it's one letter off. We are in holiday season, tis right. the season, and broadcasters slip up all the time. It's not going to be that hard to say Tim Allen instead of Tom Allen. Is Tom Allen a tool guy? I don't know. Tom Tim, the Tim, tool man. Well, Tim, well, Tim, Tim the tool man Tom, Taylor. Tom, home Tom, Tom is the is the coach. Well, Tom, no, no. I'm asking if Tom Allen is the co- oh. is the tool guy because uh, you know, oh. Tim Allen Home Improvement reference. Yeah. Oh, like that that whole thing. <laughs> what? Um, you ever seen Home Improvement? Tim yes. Allen. That's a oh, lot of energy. It's it's a lot, but I think it's going to be like the very own uh, K fans, very own John Krasinski. While part of the athletic goes on being K-Fan mistaken for Jim, Jim from the office, John, who's also John Krasinski, and and his name actually has more letters that are even. It's pronounced the same, but the letters are actually right. more letters. Where this that are is off. just one letter that's and, off, and one letter that's off. I think there's going to be people. If Tim Allen has a Twitter, he better watch out. Like like I'm, I'm even thinking like the color coordinators being like. And you know, uh, uh, Tim, Al- Tom Allen's got to be seeing something going on with the defense here. Like it's it's got to happen, right? Because because Tim Allen is a, kind of a household. We know him as an actor. You're going to think you're of Tim think- Allen before Tom Allen, exactly. E- even if you're like a color commentator in the Big Ten. Well, has it- Tom Allen been the coach of Indiana for a while? He's been the coach for uh, I think three or four years. You now. would think yeah. that yeah. memes of that would have already popped up around Christmas season every year. I bet maybe in Indiana they just haven't gone viral. Maybe you have to do we some should, digging. Uh, we should Photoshop. Tim Al- Tom Allen's face on fat Tim Allen's body mm-hmm. when he's like really close, like when he got all of his magic back and he's fat. We need to like put his face on uh, Tom-, Tom Allen's face on Tim Allen's fat body in the Santa Claus. I'm 100 yeah. percent down. All right, so it sounds like we're all we're all betting that plus 300 underdog of the season. All right, um, Wags, you want to read the next one? Yes, yeah, sure. Um, so really quick, are we going to do ours or are we just going right down that list? Yeah, just pick one. Uh, sounds good. So I'm going to go with, uh, let's see, Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh, that he doesn't wear khakis, okay? The odds there are going to be plus 4,200, and that's going to be 42 to 1 odds, which are the same odds Buster Douglas had to beat Mike Tyson, because I feel like oh, it's wow. going to be a pretty long shot that Jim Harbaugh does not wear khakis this uh, Saturday. I'm not taking that. He's a khakis guy. He's, but Jake, what if he? What if the night before he has an emergency situation and stains ketchup on them? Oh, he has backup khakis. Let's true. give. Let's give. I, I think there was like a video. I thought someone like running up and giving him khakis on the sideline at a practice or something. I don't know. Don't quote me on it. But this guy definitely has emergency khakis. He only wears khakis. That's so he, c- he loses his khakis and his khakis. I'm gonna parlay this with uh, minus three thousand that it looks like he's wearing an adult diaper because he tucks so much into his clothing. 
Uh, it's kind of ironic because his brother is actually a man-child, so he's someone who definitely should probably wear a diaper for all the crying he does. Yeah, they're all babies. Actually, though, shout out to the Harbaugh. I mean, they, it's, it's the whole family there, but especially those two brothers actually being elite coaches as they are. But you guys are right. I remember watching the Ravens-Vikings game, and the other brother, he was every single play, he was so animated. He was crying. He was really just... Yeah, he dude, looked he just, just like his yeah. a every penalty. Yeah, it gets it even gets when old. it's clearly on the Ravens. Like some guy from the middle field sprinted through the line, and they call offsides. He's like, "What?" He just has that like confused look on his face. It's like, dude, you need to put on a diaper. Hey, how come people? Uh, how come people hate Jim Harbaugh so much? Like because I just see so many people rooting for his. I guess for his failure yeah. there in Michigan. Well, Why is that? Well, because he came in as like a savior there. Like they they had a huge ceremony at a, a men's basketball game during the winter, like the year the fall before he was hired, the before the fall he actually was coaching the football team and they had a huge ceremony on the court like oh he's a savior he played quarterback here blah 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 blah. Yeah. And he's doing nothing he's amounted up to nothing there he's never he's barely beat ohio state he's never led them to a national championship where they said but he jake, was do but it. jake it's like one so of the loudest him. stadiums in the ncaa like if he wants to ruin his hearing like he has at least done that yeah well he did something but uh, it, it, the khakis have got to stop but they a, never will. he's got to stop with yeah, he's just got to stop yeah. but it won't happen i'm not taking that back. i like that parlay though Khaki, well, khakis bit. diaper parlay. What's more, uh, like legendary, Jim Harbaugh's khakis or Pete Carroll's gum? Ooh, I think the gum. Yeah. The gum. You, you, you got to save the gum because you feel bad for that piece of gum. That's I wonder if just being chomped on like a canine. For I Pete wonder Carroll. if the the piece of gum that he that he chewed on during when they won their one Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, probably that's in a case that's somewhere. for sale somewhere. Yeah, it's gonna Look, be in the dude, Hall of Fame uh, one day. Mike Zimmer's uh, like hat mask combo from last year in the COVID season. That was at the state fair yeah. in the Vikings. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, tag. you're right. They put it in a, it's in a novelty. A, they put it in a case. Dude, they put, they put Mike Zimmer's oh. V-neck in a case. Mike Zimmer's past. eye patch. <laughs> Everything. Do it up. Yeah, All right. Zimmer um, was wearing a t-shirt last weekend. He looked great. Yeah. Whose tits are these? That bit. <laughs> Remember that bit? Yes. That was a good bit. All right. I'm Anyways. Gonna, I'm going to bounce off that. Uh, PJ Fleck n- does not wear a tie today. Plus 4,200. Those are some, yeah. What's the weather supposed to be like in Indiana? Uh, I mean, better than Minnesota, probably in the 40s. Yeah, but even like when it's like snowing and PJ's wearing a coat, he still has the suit and tie under. So, so JJ, what what do Vegas odds do when uh, it's so cold out that he has to zip above the tie? Because how do you truly know? Do you have to find someone to to rip that man's shirt off to he, find out if there's a tie? Or there's how, people for that. Or, or is it just a push? There's people for that. No, yeah. there's no push. You'll figure it out sooner okay. or later. You'll see in the presser post game, or you just got to really eye him down when you're seeing them on the sideline. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to take the tie. I feel like PJ is a guy who just, you know, no matter what the situation, no matter how bad the team is, no matter what the weather, he's always going to wear the tie because he believes it's formal. And, you know, he's got to look professional. He's got to look the part. Uh yeah, I'm, I'll I'll take the bet on the tie. I'll parlay that though again with uh, Harbaugh's uh, khakis and diaper. Because parlay I, that because I think that's just a really good uh, a really good parlay. Yeah, PJ's philosophy he definitely seems like one of those guys who's like dress for where you want to be, right? Not where yeah, you right. are today. Yeah. And yeah, and part I feel like part of his elite you can't philosophy. row the boat if you don't look the part. Exactly, yeah. and, and you got to be a part of all the pillars socially, culturally, right. physically, spiritually. Something, something, something. Jake, how many hours of PJ Fleck inspirational, motivational footage have you watched in your lifetime? Probably uh, at least uh, uh, ten hours. Yeah, I assume. Yes. You're listening to It's a Bit. We're doing uh, go for pregame. It's a bet where we're creating crazy odds for Big Ten football props. Really quick, and boss, man. You came up with that name. Great job. It's a bet. Yeah. It's a no, bet. Solid. Instead of a bit, it's a bet. A bet and a bit, they're the same thing. All right. Uh, the next one I have here is a Wisconsin quarterback Graham Mertz drops an object that's not a football. 
uh, minus 300. So that could include a water bottle. That could include his dignity. That could include a trophy. Uh, a trophy. Yeah. Uh, the specifically, yeah. what was the the Mayo? Uh, yeah, what was the, the one bowl? he dropped? Like, oh, the Duke Mayo Bowl. Yeah, you don't he drop the Duke Mayo yeah. Bowl trophy. The amount of disrespect it takes to drop the Duke Mayo Bowl glass trophy is beyond me. That's funny because it seemed like there was ignorance on both the trophy designers and of the Wisconsin team themselves that night because when he broke that trophy, it went so viral, it was hilarious. I mean, I'm I'm definitely going to take uh, the minus 300 genuinely because I just believe that that man would fumble his firstborn mm-hmm. child in the delivery room. All right. That's how it well, is. folks, that was It's a Bet. We created some pretty crazy odds for some prop bets happening in college football. We're going to take a really quick break. Just stick around. We're going to do the character comparison bit. We're going to compare current Gopher football players to fictional movie and TV show characters. So stick around for that. You're listening to It's a Bit Radio Gopher pregame presented by the fan. We're just moments away from kickoff here in Bloomington, Indiana. We're going to be talking to PJ here in just a cell. I'm just kidding. Oh, I thought the game was starting, Jake. Oh, oh no. Oh, I, oh. I, I was kind of weird. I just felt like I was in Bloomington, Indiana. Where, where did that crowd noise come from? It I don't know. outside of the 10K house. I feel like I'm outside of my body right now. I don't know what happened to me. Oh. Oh, I guess I just want to be Sorry in if we threw you for a loop. The game doesn't oh. start for another few hours, but we just felt like that'd be funny. Oh, shoot. Uh, so we, we already did the, uh, the it's a bet, but don't worry. We have the character comparison. We're going to compare gopher football players to fictional characters. We all came up with predetermined players that we would give names to, but we don't know who's going to compare who to what. So uh, let's start with the obvious quarterback, Tanner Morgan. Uh, Jake, if you were to pick a fictional character from a movie or TV show to compare to Tanner, who would it be? Obi-Wan Kenobi. (laughs) Okay. This is why, because Obi-Wan Kenobi in the movies, I mean, specifically, I'm talking about the original trilogy. He was a veteran who was kind of pictured as once was something. But he was kind of washed up. I mean, not washed up, whoa, but like whoa. that's some slander. No, 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 no. no, no. Dude, but listen, but he's still he's still very strong. People, where I'm going with this is people still criticize him as like he's nothing to where he was in 2019. He's not the person he was. Like Obi Wan Kenobi, like he's like I haven't been called that in a long, long time. Right. Like you know something like that. But in reality, Tanner still has that within him. He's still a great quarterback, okay. and he's still someone that but, can be. He's he's still the same Jedi. I mean, quarterback he once was. Is so, he gonna, is he going to fight the backup on a uh, moving lava lava rock in some unknown planet? Well, that's to, that'd be Zach Anikstad. I guess he's going to be fighting Zach Anikstad because Zach Anikstad is going to. I have the about, high ground, Zach. Zach Anikstad's <laughs> going to be wanting to transfer to Wisconsin. They have a starting quarterback position over there. He's going to be Darth don't do Anikstad. it, Darth Anikstad. Yeah, Darth Anikstad. All right, Wags, Who did bit. you pick for Tanner? You know, for Tanner Morgan, I'm going to do Ang from Avatar. Okay, not they're both bald for starters, right? We got that. That right was there. mine. Damn it. <laughs> However, um, they're both spiritual people who are great leaders, right? And I when I thought. Tanner Morgan, boom, ang popped yeah. right in my head. Except, yep. you know, uh, t- if Tanner Morgan could get that cool arrow tattoo right. on the top of his head, I would be down for so that as well. I did Dope. pick Aang as well from Avatar The Last Airbender. That's crazy. You actually, um, <laughs> that's crazy. Bald is the obvious feature. Uh, but on the episode that we had with Tanner of It's a Bit Radio Go for Pregame, he said uh, the word aerodynamic for why he does the pregame head shaving. And it's ironic because Aang's whole power is with air. So mm-hmm. when Tanner said aerodynamic, the two are a match made in heaven. Boom. Uh, but look at that. Great minds think alike. I got an honorable mention, too. I guess just Charlie Brown from the bald ass. Oh. And that he has a football. And he's a football piece. guy. Yep, he's exactly. a big football guy. Right. All right. Um, the next one we have here, we're doing comparisons for Gopher players to uh, fictional movie and TV characters. We have 
Wide receiver Chris Ottman-Bell. So, Jake, uh, who would you compare to Chris Ottman-Bell? I hope people know who this is. I would think so. I would uh, Aragorn from Lord of the Rings. <laughs> You're just choosing the nerdiest stuff. Oh, man. no. I'm thinking of character stuff. I'm not thinking yeah. of, like, you know, like the bald feature. Like, I'm trying to think of character stuff. He was referred to as the Lone Ranger in Lord of the Rings. I'm nerding myself out right now. Uh, but uh, right now, Chris Ottman-Bell seems to be the lone wide receiver right now on this team because he seems to be the only wide receiver getting open. He's carrying the passing game if it does exist right now. I'm not saying... Tanner's doing bad. It's just they're not passing a lot. But when they do pass, he's the guy that's that's open, and he's kind of like he's he's kind of protecting the team, bringing the team kind of like Aragorn, you know, protected and stepped up to protect Frodo and the Fellowship. Thanks, Jake. Uh, their journey every step of the way. Football to, to analysis. Mordor. He's literally as he's like emphasizing his points. He's literally pointing, pointing at us. us. But that's the point. He is the lone ranger, okay. aka the lone wide receiver, right now for the uh, for the Gophers. I, d- I do agree with that, though. That makes sense. Uh, Wags, who did you pick for Chris Ottman Bell? For Chris Ottman Bell, I'm going to go with Barney from How I Met Your Mo- Your Mother. Okay, mm. and it's because Barney is most likely caught every STD known to man, right. and Ottman Bell is a guy who just catches everything. So I know oh, you're the right. Comparison there yeah. is parallel. Yeah. Yes. Right. Hopefully it's not STDs. It's just footballs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, yeah. And guess what type of uh, football player Chris Ottman Bell is. He's a wide receiver. He's a oh yeah, thank you. Yeah. He's a legend, legendary, legendary. Right. Yes. I was too busy um, thinking about the joke set up to get it right. You're right. You're right. But it's good so one. the suit up the character. I <laughs> he does suit up. He does suit up. Yeah. There does. you go. Look at that. Good bit. Um. So I picked Harry Potter for his lightning fast hands catching the golden snitch in Quidditch. Oh, that's good. So okay. I, I literally just Bell. watched all seven movies like the last month. So, right, uh, yeah. they're on Paramount Plus, mice. HBO Max. Oh, how's it feel to be better than everyone? Oh, saying? It feels pretty nice. You want to share that with me when I need to watch the Colts' sad hard knocks mid-season uh, season? No, we don't need to talk <laughs> no, about no, Colts. No. Okay. Hey, actually, Vikings. Actually, though, I'm glad it actually they showed some on the Pat McAfee like some teaser today on the Pat McAfee Ooh, show. Is it looking it, good? It looks really good. okay. That gives me some hope. Hard knocks. All right. Um, we, the third one we have here is Daniel Fialale. 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 I think so. Uh, for those of you who don't know who he is, he is a offensive lineman who uh, comes in at a striking 6'9", 400 pounds. Oh, my god! That's his body type. Um, so, JJ, who are you comparing uh, Mr. Fialale to? Um, you know, this was tough for me, but to me, he comes off as a machine. So I'm going to compare him to the Terminator <laughs> because he totally terminates the defensive lines out there. And the Terminator is... He terminates he, the blitz. He terminates... He, he seems like he's a guy that can be seemed like kind of mean and ferocious like he was in the first Terminator, but then he turns good in the second Terminator. And then eventually Judgment becomes Day. the governor of California. Yes, you're right. Becomes the governor. I'm the governor. Governor the of California. The California, the, California. The governor. There's a bomb! But no, I'm comparing him to Terminator because he's okay. an absolute machine. Wags, who do you got? I'm going to compare him to the Incredible Hulk. I was looking mm, at yes. pictures of him before coming on, and he literally dwarfs every single person around him. There was a picture of him and PJ high-fiving, and it literally looks like he's about to eat PJ. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's huge. Yeah, it's it actually is mind-blowing. He's the standing f- next to other college D1 athletes, and he's making them look like just normal human beings. He looks big at, like on TV, obviously, but then and in pictures, but you go to a game in person. Like when we went to the Ohio State game, he was the first person I looked for on the field because I wanted yep. to know how big he looked in real life. And from the upper, upper level, deck yeah. he is a giant he's insanely massive so he you know, sticks out i saw a pro football focus they rated the golfers offensive line number one in the country today. I mean, good good for a rating but i just 
don't think they're number one. Minnesota's number one in something. But embrace it. But I know. I'm sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. Um, so I wanted to compare uh, Falele. Is that how you pronounce it? Falele. Falele. I think it's Falele. I'll get that right after he it's, graduates. He's from but, Australia, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I compared him to the mountain in Game of Thrones simply oh, that's, because that's great, yeah. the man is just a giant. And has insane genetics. Fun fact, though, the guy who played the mountain in Game of Thrones is a big Vikings fan. Mm-hmm. And he uh, actually got flown out from the team to training camp, I think, last year. And they were comparing him against uh, like the Vikings' biggest guys, and he made them look like children. True. I'm pretty sure Falele could uh, do what the, the mountain did to that guy's head, to PJ. Right? Yeah. Squish it Squish in it. his hands. Yep. 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 For sure. All right. Uh, the final one we have we have here is we're comparing Gopher football players or staff. Throwing an interesting one in the mix here to fictional characters. We have Coach Fleck. So JJ, if you had to compare PJ to a fictional character, who would it be? Uh, because I couldn't do uh, uh, Kurt Russell, Herb Brooks, because that's based off a uh, actual person, Gordon Bombay from Mighty Ducks. Because he take, he, I think he came in and took a team that. You know, was kind of looked at as bad, and he's bringing him to something more prosperous. Okay. And you know, they don't do a quack chant, but I gotta give him. I'm gonna compare him to Gordon Bombay, Minnesota connection. What uh, what sound does a golfer make? We could do one of those chants. Um, uh, I don't know. There's nothing. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Go for it. Go for it. Go for it. Wags, who are you gonna compare PJ to? I thought this was so obvious, but Ted Lasso. Yep. He is literally real life Ted Lasso. Um, but hey, if, if we're gonna go comparison in terms of looks. That head just reminds me of Dr. Evil. All right, that just about does it for Gopher pregame, but we're going to take a really quick commercial. We'll be right back with On This Day in History on November 20th. You're listening to It's a Bit Radio, presented by 10,000 Takes on The Fan. All right, folks, welcome back to It's a Bit Radio, presented by 10,000 Takes and the Fan. We've gone through bit of the week, go for pregame. We're going to close out this beautiful Saturday's episode with On This Day in History. So it's Saturday, November 20th. We're just going to go through some things that have happened on planet Earth or uh, beyond, if we want to talk about what aliens have done on today. In Mars. What, yeah. what, what's the, what's this, what happened to Mars in this day? We don't know. But no. there's a rover that just apparently Tell you this, Jake, CNN's not covering that. Nope, we are, because right. we are real news. Right. Um, all right, the first thing we have here, on November 20th, 1985, the first version of Microsoft Windows operating system, Windows 1.0, was released. Now, for those of you who are like, you just said a bunch of stuff there that I don't understand, you got to realize that like Windows operating system is like everything. I mean, that's... Every that's a lot of technology runs off that. So I mean that that's a pretty huge step in technology. Uh, if you like to go on websites that are questionable late at night and, and do things, uh, you wouldn't be able because to do of that. Microsoft. Bill that's, Gates. Yeah, Bill Gates is the reason that you get to watch pornography. Yeah, no, I think this is if you don't know what Windows are. I mean, yeah, you need to do your research, right? Like literally, we wouldn't have computers without it. I mean, or we'd have houses with holes in them. Yeah, exactly. We'd still be uh, we'd still be living in. You know the 1900s, or we could be like in some areas of Russia. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I'm trying to compare, make comparisons here, but we could be with Hezbollah and Habib. We could be like Hezbollah and, and Habib. Well, they have phones. 
They have phones now probably because of Microsoft's innovations and right. Windows. But no, this is Windows 1. I mean, you think of like you're hearing of Windows 7, Windows 10, Windows 11. Even if you're an Apple person, you've heard those terms before. I mean, I think I think Apple was influenced a lot by oh, what yeah. Bill Gates. Windows and, started, and, Apple made it cooler. And they, they essentially they've been button say, copied. They've been buttonheads since. Yes, they've been buttonheads for the last almost 40 years. But without your, you know, Apple, you you know, you wouldn't have Apple without Microsoft Windows. And although the system was probably super slow and I, you know, during the days of where someone would try to download a, a pornographic image, you know, you just sit there for three hours. It's like going across the screen, building out the pixels. Oh, and by the time it loads, you just feel guilty and you're, you're like, not doing it anymore. You're like, oh, oh, this sucks. Oh, gosh. I wonder, like, oh, geez. But no, that technology has become come so far. But without that being released, we would have we would be without so many things and without so many different things in this in this society right so shout out to you bill gates on your patent of the coronavirus as well as Mm -hmm. windows 1.0 being released today uh the second one we have down here is national absurdity day very absurd of 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 a national holiday uh this day was created as a day to recall and note some of the entirely off the wall and ridiculous things in history in our country and in our lives so, Jake, think about one okay. absurd thing that you've done in your life for National Absurdity Day. Because we we got to celebrate, right? Yeah, so, like, I got to uh, – one thing that was absolutely absurd, um, I don't know, uh, spitting on a kid in second grade. <laughs> I That's one thing that comes to my head. Probably shouldn't have did that. Yeah. Uh, I think I pushed him down and I spit right in his face. Mm-hmm. Um, got in trouble. Uh, I went to the principal's office. So that was uh, – that was kind of absurd. I that was would pretty say. absurd. That yeah, was pretty, that's pretty absurd. I would, I would say. I don't person. know. If, uh, well, you, you go ahead. What else, What do you have that was absolutely absurd? Uh, I used to shoot airsoft guns at cars. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. And speaking, of, going off of that, that's a good. Or actually, good better yet, <laughs> we did these things called roadblocks. Mm-hmm. We're celebrating National Absurdity Day on It's a Bit Radio. Yes. It's uh, it's November twentieth, so we're doing uh, on this day in history. So what we did was we did these thing called roadblocks, mm-hmm. where you'd take a bunch of junk that you'd find like on the side of the yeah. road, like old signs, hay yep. bales in Wisconsin where I grew up. You put them in the road and then people would have to like stop their car and yeah. like, move it. Yep. And I don't know what it's looking back on it. It's not funny, but like back then that was like the funniest thing ever it was like, Oh yeah, we're just going to, we're just going to like inconvenience people. Like that's the, that's so funny. <laughs> I, and then like eventually like it happens enough times where like someone calls the police because, yeah. but you want the police and right. you want to be chased by police. Yeah. No, that, that, Going off of that, that we did almost the same exact thing. We would take, uh, if there were any baseball benches at baseball fields. Put them in the road. Put it right in the road. And then you would kind of sit there and wait for someone to practically almost run into them. One time someone did. I think they were going too fast. That was uh, that was pretty funny. That's when you run like hell. Yeah, you keep running and you you love it. You're scared to death. Like, why did I do that? But you, you thrive off the adrenaline. Right. And then... Going off of that as well, absurd stuff. Um, I used to throw stuff off the school bus back in, uh, in oh, high school. Like, oh, like Napoleon Diamond when he unrolls yeah. the window and right. throws the action figure. Except, <laughs> except it was it was probably instead of action figures, it was like probably big two three liter pops at <sighs> opposing traffic. I didn't do a whole lot of that, but one day um, we all decided. Uh, like the day before we're like the next day at school we're all, all like 10 people agreed to it we're all gonna go around and try to gather as much pieces of computer paper as we can and all of us came on the back of the bus with threw like 500 sheets of paper like 10 people and just threw them off the back did you guys get in trouble for that uh well kind of 
So the, the, they, the, they, they, the, the first off, the bus driver's like, I don't get paid enough to deal with well, this. Well, what's funny is like the bus driver didn't even notice it. Someone followed us back to our bus stop, oh. and she came on the bus just yelling, just oh, going off. Like, they threw a bunch of pieces of paper off the bus. They threw like 500 pieces of paper, and the kid right next to me gets up. Actually, it was 1,000. Just, just like corrects her. And <laughs> was this in high school? This was in high school. Oh, yeah. And, okay. and what's funny, though, is the So there's some day, intelligence there. Yeah, there was a little bit of intelligence. We, we were being smart. And the way we actually delegated actually a bunch of people to uh, get a bunch of paper and all throw it out together on the same same thing. But it turns out one kid just took the fall and got ISS. He just said he did it all. <laughs> he didn't care. We're like, oh, shoot. <laughs> the hero we don't deserve. Yeah, yeah. It, so we're like, the, the, yeah, the fallen hero, the guy that, this <laughs> oh, is a guy that also, jumped on the grenade. Yeah, this was a guy that also lit off uh, Roman candles off the bus, oh, threw golf balls out the window. Okay, so it was on brand. Very on brand for okay. him. He didn't care to fall in for us. But that's absurdity because I did throw some stuff off the bus and, uh, yeah, threw a bunch of paper out the window. My mom came, actually drove back that same route. And she's like, yeah, I got caught up in traffic. There was a bunch of paper all over the place. I'm like, oh, okay, oh. cool. And I don't, I don't know what you're away. talking about, Mom. Yeah, don't know what you're talking about. So uh, Here's another fact about Absurdity Day, November 20th. Absurdity Day is also a day to have fun and go crazy. Zany and absurd. Zany. I don't know what that means. Uh, use this day as an excuse to let out silly antics hidden inside them. You can do things you've wanted to do that make absolutely no sense at all, and it will be okay because you'll be celebrating nat- the nas- that national holiday. Here's the o- the only issue. This isn't a nationally adopted holiday, so uh, people are just going to look at you like you're an absurd person, yeah. and you're not celebrating anything. You're just crazy. You're just like, you're just wait. just screwed in the head. So uh, what's wrong with you? Oh, no, it's National Absurdity Day. Don't, don't you partake? They're like, no, you're crazy. Uh, you people do that every day. I, I feel like this is like that... Uh being absurd and fun crazy like just letting you be yourself reminds me of like those vines and not vines like tiktoks and the popular videos where like people duetted it it was like the guy like it's okay to be do your goofy side and it's like a guy actually like kind of being goofy like sticking his tongue out and then it like goes to a person who like stitched it or duetted it and they're acting like they're doing an act that would kill themselves and they're smiling (laughs) oh yeah yeah yeah, the dude who we tweeted it when it's like uh (laughs) when the vikings he's like he's like giggling he's like pretending to drink the bleach Bleach. yeah and like jump off the cliff or jump off the balcony after the vikings lost lighting the hairspray on fire but he's like laughing and shrugging it off hey it's an absurdity day you do what you want to do light your hair on fire walk right. around do some weird stuff uh run go go to uh, go do your casual stuff that you do during the day naked go well grocery yeah. shopping naked yeah <laughs> you can legally do it you get arrested i thought it was absurdity <laughs> that's day. not gonna hold up in no, a court of law no. uh it was absurdity day sir i don't know what that the is. judge is like uh that does not follow under the u.s constitution i'm sorry yeah so y- you're done but absurdity day uh we all have to partake i guess here's another thing i i don't think this helps at all but uh zane wrote it down uh, do whatever absurd things that pop into your mind, quote unquote. Please keep safety in mind. Use hashtag National Absurdity Day to post on social media. We might have to do some bits and take advantage of this today. Yeah, just just. We, put, I mean, we 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 gotta make we gotta make people more aware of the cause. Yeah, I think I and we can always try to do something for charity with it, but I I think. Uh, we got to keep make this a trend. We got to give you know more awareness to this holiday because I think it's genius. I think people can just be absurd. I feel like maybe every day for us, particularly me, is probably absurdity day. Right. So I feel like I'm doing something absurd every day in some way. But just for everybody to partake and just feel it's okay to be absurd. Right. You're you don't have to, to be afraid. It's a bit radio we're doing on this day in history, November twentieth. We have uh, National Peanut Butter Fudge Day. So is this like the day that Reese's was founded or? I have no idea, but isn't that? 
I mean, I don't fudge know. Fudge is different than chocolate. Fudge is but... different than chocolate. So it is. A, that is a very niche, actually. It's yeah. not like National Peanut Butter Chocolate Day. It, it, Fat Boy Friday was yesterday, though. That's why I'm thrown off. Yeah. So I, I'm, that maybe sat. Yeah, because Fat Boy Friday, Sunday Fun Day, maybe, but Saturday Fatterday. I mean, maybe oh. you can start that bit, but it's it, I don't know, Fat and Boy then, Friday, and then Sunday. Sad Boy Sunday, Sad Boy Sunday, you can will do, reign supreme. So maybe the whole weekend. So Saturday's right in the dead middle of a fat weekend, I yeah. guess. But I, I I love peanut butter and chocolate, so I peanut butter and fudge just has to be even better, right? So I'm I'm all for celebrating this holiday, right, dude? Just I this is my bit, and I don't I don't care. I'm proud of it. Uh, quoting Family Guy again. It's like when uh, Reese's and uh, when, when Reese's became a thing. There's like a drunk guy driving, and he's like. Oh, I love chocolate. There's another drunk guy driving. He's like, oh, I love peanut butter. He's eating peanut butter, and they crash into each other head-on collision, and the chocolate flies into the peanut butter. Oh. And he's like, you got your peanut butter and my chocolate. He's like, you got your chocolate and my peanut butter. And then this cop walks up and goes, Officer Reese says, what happened here? And then he like pulls up the bar and eats it, and he just shoots both of them. Oh, jeez, and just walks away. <laughs> The most the, so maybe that happened. Way. Maybe that fictional event happened today on November twenty. Yeah, it's just covered up. You know that somewhere down the line that had to have happened. Yeah. Um. The final thing that we're going to go through here on this day in history, Jake probably doesn't know a lot about this one, but Future, the rapper, turned thirty-seven today, which is incredible because he does not sound like a thirty-seven-year-old guy. At least like with the the kind of stuff he talks about. Uber One has arrived. I got a notification. What is Uber Uber One? Is that like a big deal? Uber One. Yeah. I I'd probably not. So that now November twentieth is the day that Uber One dropped. But yeah, Uber uh, One, one of his albums. So future future is thirty seven years old. His name is um sorry if I butcher this Nevdarius Duman Wilburn. Uh he was born in eighty three. His stage name is Future. He raps about stuff that twenty year olds do. So um I was kind of shocked to see he was thirty seven. Yeah, I thought he was a lot younger. I don't really listen to a lot of his music, but uh he I, I thought he was Hell of a lot younger, but apparently he's still. I mean, you probably to be a heard kid. his song a million times. Yeah, I, in bars and parties. Yeah, no, I mean, it's very popular. I, but. He's one of those people that you definitely heard the music, and right. he probably still thinks he's in his twenties. But so you need to grow up a little bit, guy. You're almost forty. Yeah, Un- so unfortunate. But you know what? He's still in his thirties. His his uh, his youth is still alive. But uh, folks, that just about does it for another episode of It's a Bit Radio presented by 10,000 Takes and the Fan. We did Bit of the Week. We did our Gopher pregame. And uh, we went through On This Day in History, hashtag, celebra- celebrate hashtag National Absurdity Day. You know what? Do something absurd, but don't do it against the law because I'm not going to advocate you to do that. Just another reminder, buy our tickets for the Minnesota Wild Cup Snake. We're going to break the record. Tickets are $55 on the side sections. That includes Ticket to the Wild versus Coyotes. Uh, a pregame party at the Tap House, a pregame picture on the ice, the Soda Stick t-shirt, $5 back to the Wild Foundation. Uh, and it's, it's, sorry, these ad reads, man. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm tired. Uh, we also will be breaking the world record. We did declare it on the show. We're going to we're gonna do it. So um, just go to any of our social channels, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Twitter. Just click the link in the bio to buy the tickets or message us if you have any questions. So thank you guys for listening to another episode of It's a Bit Radio presented by 10,000 Takes and the Fan, and we'll see you next time.